You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com. Walk and talk number one for 2022. Arkansas 31, Cincinnati 24. Coming to you from beautiful Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium on an incredible evening in a game that wasn't always incredible, unless you like wins. Arkansas won 31-24. That's the bottom line. Got it when they had to get it. That drive at the end of the game with 549 left. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the transfer impact. We'll talk about the crowd. We'll talk about injuries, unfortunately. KJ Jefferson, Rocket Sanders, the running game, all of those things. We're going to get into all of that on the walk and talk today. But unless you're one of those guys that were predicting like 5110 or something, you should be pretty excited about where Arkansas is right now. Cincinnati's a good program. And I'm going to say this, but we don't usually pick up stragglers on the walk and talk, but I'm going to go with my instincts on this one. Saddle up, Josh Pate. Yeah. Everybody, Josh Pate with a late kick. Going to join us for a little bit on the walk and talk. We don't normally do it, but we got to bring in Josh Pate. His so first, this first is trip. What this is like, huh? First wow. trip to Fayetteville. Uh, it was amazing. Starting on Thursday. It was Obviously, the atmosphere speaks for itself, which I'm sure we're about to talk about. But, oh, yeah. I mean, before we talk about football, hey, thank you. Because I know thousands of you watching this, I probably interacted with at some point over the past few days. So, never been treated like, like we and I got treated in Fayetteville this weekend, and we've been all over the country. So I appreciate that. Now, let's talk about the game. Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, you know, we were talking earlier just about off air, just about how important the crowd was when they got down here, <laughs> down there too, I mean, but down here, all those penalties that happened. And I mean, we were just kind of saying like, if this game wasn't playing Fayetteville, it might have a different ending. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little more direct. I, I think if they played this thing in Nashville, uh, Cincinnati may win the game. Yeah. Uh, I it, Listen, and you can, I'm sure their fan base is, is beside themselves about overthrows and that's, that's football. But there were times today procedurally where they couldn't operate. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I mean, I was on the field the whole game. I'm right down here in this end zone and two times down here, you push them back to the point where you had first and goal, man. Yeah. I mean, that's a one possession game. They're about, to, they're about to put themselves in position to win this thing. And, and crowd is such a factor. And it was a factor the whole afternoon mm-hmm. down in this other end zone. They're in field goal position. You false start them, felt like 19 times you push them out of field goal position, but man, it's such a big deal. That's why Sam Pittman talks about this place the way he does. That's why, man, a lot of a lot of folks are slow nationally to pick up on it, but it's so obvious. Yeah. If you come here, now this is my first time here, but if you talk to people like you who, who have been around and you compare what you have now to what you have had in the past, it's how much more pride can you take in yourself than I've blacked out? I've blacked out all that out. I don't even remember what that <laughs> someone, was like. Someone said Western Kentucky around my guy the other day, and he just recoiled. Yeah, it was I don't, amazing. We don't like to talk about that around here, but absolutely electric environment and uh, just a great evening for for college football. And the important thing that Arkansas came out with a win because 
we've been following college football, you know, without games for eight months yeah. now. And you're always wondering, you think you know, but you, we know less about college football before this game, before this weekend, than we will the rest of the year. So that point, I don't think it can be emphasized enough. Here's what I noticed. This is not just Arkansas, although there will be people watching this who fit this description. Take this as medicine, please. But mm -hmm. nationally, when we go into post-spring practice season, so summer preview magazine season, I notice this amnesia that sets in. Yeah. And it's almost like people forget how football works. Yep. And you look at those pristine depth charts and you get your win-loss records and predict predictions in your head and you forget that this is not Xbox, man. Like what we saw today, that's really how a week one game normally looks when you don't get preseason and they're 19 and 20 years old. I just, I, I think it's a credit. You know, we talked about how Cincinnati deserves a lot of credit and they do. It's a credit to Arkansas's program now. Yeah. Cause it, it wasn't that long ago where, can you imagine rubbing that little crystal ball and looking maybe 24, 36, 48 months into the future and saying, we're gonna be mildly to moderately pissed because we beat a top 25 team in week one to start the season. Like, what planet are we on now? Absolutely. Josh Pate, everybody. I appreciate follow it. Follow Josh Pate on the Late Kick with Josh Pate, his YouTube channel. You can follow him at Late Kick Josh on Twitter and does a fantastic job. We'll talk about him a little bit more when we get away from him. A pleasure as always. Appreciate you, sir. brother. It's glad. Hey, you'll be back to Fayetteville, I know. Hi, right. this is not the last time. First right. time, not the last time on the Walk and Talk. All right, brother. See you guys. All right, see you, Josh. You guys know how I know that Josh Pate does a fantastic job with his national coverage because he doesn't screw up Arkansas. And I know Arkansas in, inside and out. And I know that he's not messing up Arkansas, he's not messing up other teams. Not a hot take guy, does a fantastic job. So throw him a follow. Go check out his YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. We don't usually have guests on the walk and talk, but the popular demand, it was so intense that we had to do it. And Josh Pate is the perfect first guest that we're ever gonna have. Maybe the only one, I don't know. We may not do this again, but uh, we had to have Josh on. Does a fantastic job. So what are we gonna talk about now? I wanna talk about the transfer impact because that was something that I said all off season. And especially during camp, because I'm looking out there and I'm going, man, they're really deep. They're as deep as any Razorback. I still believe that. I still believe that. Even though, you know, I know some people aren't going to be super pleased with the score, but, and I, we're going to get into all that. But what I have, have, have said throughout the whole offseason is, is everybody else looking at the teams that they cover and going, man, this team's really deep. And that's what made this season kind of hard to predict. And Cincinnati got some big time transfers too. Cincinnati, by the way, credit. They've got a good football team. I thought the biggest thing that I was gonna notice about Cincinnati when we first went out there was a dramatic size difference. Even though some guys are listed at 6'4", 320 or something, people are built differently. I've seen 6'4", 320 linemen for Georgia that look a lot different than Arkansas 6'4", 320. That's changing. I know that's changing, but credit Cincinnati. They got a good looking team, better than I thought even. And you know, I'm, I'm looking at like our, pre our predictions for this game and I'm 34, 24. Uh, a couple of our guys are like 31, 21, something like that. So we're like predicting 10-point wins. So we, most people that cover the team, you know, they're in media. Vegas also expected this to be a pretty close game. And, you know, coming out with, with openers like this, you find out a lot about yourself. And you can go back and correct a lot of things. And the good thing is that Arkansas came out with a win. Before I get to the transfer impact, I want to talk about that final drive also with 5.49 to play because Arkansas took the entire clock down. 5.49 to play, third and nine, K.J. Jefferson, wow, what a play. 
by KJ Jefferson. I felt like he knew, he had Rocket too, but I felt like he knew he was keeping the ball the whole time. Picked up 14 yards and just kept the chains moving and basically won the game. Not there, but that was a huge component in that game for Arkansas winning. Transfers, who had the sacks today? Drew Sanders, Jordan Dominic, Landon Jackson. Those are the guys that had the sacks. Who had the big interception that set the tone right at the beginning? Dwight McLaughlin. Transfer, 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 transfer. Eric Gregory also popped that quarterback pretty good. Ben Bryant, he, he popped him pretty good. He took some, that's kind of what it felt like. It was like he either had all day to sit back there and kind of pat the ball, go through his reads, or he was just getting annihilated. And, you know, Arkansas secondary did not play very well. And some of it was because, you know, he was able to sit back there and, and throw the ball. But I'm going to just say this. I don't want to hear anybody tell me about why Hudson Clark shouldn't start. I don't remember him giving up any big plays in this one. And I've said before, he's not even Arkansas's worst secondary player. And, you know, Arkansas has got some things that they can clean up, obviously, in the secondary. And there's some injuries that are of a concern. Jalen Catalan, Miles Slusher, Sam thinks he's going to be okay. Like, I don't know if that means okay for South Carolina, but, you know, they were kind of worried about him for a minute. Um, Isaiah Nichols came out for a little while. You know, and just on the topic of KJ, not only did he have that big run, but KJ, he missed some play. Like, there was a play early where Matt Landers was wide open down here, and he missed him. But KJ also was, you don't, you can't expect perfection, right? KJ was also, had 223 passing yards, had a rushing touchdown, uh, some really big plays, three passing touchdowns. I mean, pretty good day overall for KJ Jefferson. I do feel like, you know, you don't, you don't want to get too loose, but I feel like he could loosen up just a little bit more moving forward because I still feel like Arkansas's wide receivers have the potential to be really, really good. And, you know, if he did it Matt Landers on that one play down there, then I think a lot of people would have seen that. But Malik Hornsby played a little bit too. I thought maybe we'd see him get a few more carries. Rocket Sanders was incredible. Now, there were some issues early on, penalties and stuff. Penalties, I think, wiped out like a 37-yard run by Rocket Sanders. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're getting out over here. And it's hard walking constantly and not breathing and walking up steps. So don't give me a hard time about getting winded here. I think I can get out right here. Yep, we're open. So, pretty solid day by KJ. Big impact from the transfers. The defense was pretty lights out. I mean, they, there were some, some things that, that helped them, but I mean, the, it was 14-0 in the first half, right? Special teams left a few things to be desired, um, especially punting the ball. Wasn't real, 
I mean, they didn't have a whole lot of opportunities aside from, what's up? They didn't have a whole lot of opportunities aside from, you know, some punts and a field goal attempt. Um, kicked the ball out of the back of the end zone. Blake did a good job there uh, on most of those kickoffs. So overall, special teams for Arkansas, you know, there were some positives, some negatives. I didn't really like A.J. Green bringing the ball out there when he's in the end zone. Obviously, that resulted in, you know, a big issue with uh, that resulted in the fumble, or it didn't result in that, but, you know, it pinned them back in their own end and then, you know, the fumble the ball and give it back over to, to Cincinnati. But that's where Arkansas's crowd came into the picture. Arkansas's crowd was really good. Now, some of the students left a little bit early, but that happens, I guess. But the crowd played a big part in this game. And I agree with Josh to an extent about, you know, the crowd impacting the score, because I absolutely think that happened. Um, but also, I felt like, you know, when Arkansas had to win the game, and that's, that's what's so important, that's what I take away from this so much, that final 549, so important in this game. How big was Rocket Sanders? We got to see a little bit of Rashad DeBinion had some good plays. A.J. Green had some good plays. Didn't get to see Dominic Johnson. Maybe by South Carolina we'll see Dominic Johnson, but Rocket Sanders ran extremely hard, uh, was tough, kept it tight, nice stiff arms the whole game. Can't wait to, I'm, as soon as I get home, I'm going back and watching this game. So just to kind of break down everything that happened. But uh, yeah, it wasn't a blow. I, I mean, even though, you know, I picked 34, 24, I'm still thinking there's a chance that they could really come out on fire, but Arkansas's MO a little bit under Sam Pittman has been kind of a slow start offensively. I mean, the, it was 14-0 at half. One of those was set up by the Dwight McLeathern interception, for 51-yard interception. Um, so, man, it's a beautiful evening. Get a look outside here of the stadium. I mean, it has been, it was a, you couldn't ask for a much better evening. What else do we need to cover here? Rocket Sanders, we covered him. KJ Jefferson, the transfer impact. I still think the wide receivers have a chance to be very good. Trey Knox, I don't think we touched on Trey Knox, but two touchdown catches, six grabs overall. Trey's such a good kid, you know. He was a guy that, you know, I think a lot of people said, man, he might end up transferring or something. But it just, it just wasn't working out for him at wide receiver. He totally embraced for the team. Uh, the role of playing tight end, and I think that he does have a chance to, to make some money. He keeps making plays like he did today. I mean, he was he was pretty clutch today. Um, and really, I think they only played like two tight ends in the game. So, Trey Knox, definitely kudos to him. Had a really good showing. Defensively, bumper pull with 14 tackles. There were some good defensive line. You wish, like, the one thing that I would say that was maybe a little disappointing at times, um, was Arkansas's offensive line not really protecting K.J. Jefferson enough. You know, I always felt like he was kind of on the move a little bit, getting some pressure. Now, run blocking was pretty solid. I mean, Arkansas ran for 224 yards, I think two, maybe close to 250 before the sacks. But 224 yards, K.J. threw for 223, so you got a lot of balance there. So what's next, South Carolina? And it's going to be a tough game again. It's an SEC game. Does South Carolina play in an easier opponent? Is that better for them, or is it better for Arkansas to play a tough opponent, be a little tested, although you have come away with some injuries? I mean, that's a concern. Is Jalen Catalan going to be ready? Is Miles Slusher going to be ready in this game? Those are, those are a couple of big ones. And Arkansas secondary definitely struggled. They have got to 
We've got to figure something now. Dwight, Mc I think we all know who I, certain people are starting. You know, that's been such a big topic of discussion about who should start and who shouldn't, and everybody was worried about Dwight McLeather and why is he with the third team? You know, it's kind of like, let's well, just give it time. You know, they're, they're getting different looks and stuff. But, you know, McLeather, I think, played well overall. Uh, Hudson Clark played well overall. Um, and then there were some other guys that, you know, did, and there were some, some that struggled. But I think that's one area that you look at and you go, got to get a little bit better in the secondary moving forward because, um, you know, there were some opportunities that Ben Bryant had that, you know, where he could have really smoked them, just missing a little bit on the, some of those deep throws. So I don't know what else there is to cover. But I do know this, until I think Monday night, Hog Sports is 75% off. We don't talk a whole lot about promos on here, but that's like $28 for the entire year. I think it's 51, 52 cents a week. Just a little over $2 for an entire month, $2.24 or something for an entire month, seven cents a day at Hog Sports. So if you like the walk and talk, I mean, I'm not like making a bunch of money on this or anything, but if you like the walk and talk, if you like drive time, if you like the free content that we put out at Hog Sports, then come check out our VIP content, all of our recruiting stuff, how we paint the picture, our opinion pieces, all that stuff, analytical stuff. Come check that out at hogsports.com. Support what we do for seven cents a day. If you can find something you like better for seven cents a day, then I would love to hear about it. But that's the deal right now. This is a super long walk and talk because we had Josh Pate, but we're going to take one last look at the stadium. Nice look. So should you be disappointed? Maybe a little bit. You could be disappointed a little bit. They didn't come out like gangbusters in this one. But Cincinnati has a better football team than I think a lot of people maybe realize, especially some of the predictions that I was hearing and seeing from Razorback fans were just a little bit ambition, especially for a game one opponent because you're feeling out so much stuff. There's so many new faces and Cincinnati was doing the same thing, but you're feeling out so much. But the important thing is Arkansas came out with a win against a team again that returns several players from a college football playoff team last year. Although it's not a sexy name, it's not a sexy conference, but it's a good program and Cincinnati has a lot to be proud of. Got a good team, probably won't lose another game this year. All right, everybody, we'll be back with you guys on Monday. We'll reflect on this game a little bit more after I've gone back and watched video of the game and take a little quick look at, at the South Carolina game as well. Thanks for joining me, everybody. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, finishing up the walk and talk number one, and we'll catch you next time. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.